It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single mismatched multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. Last time in the Maelstrom Galaxy. Two and a half years before the heroes of Yentao returned from finding out how the end of the world began, they had a beginning of their own. We pick up in the shadow of a burning city, in a waiting room whose ceiling is studded with stuttering artificial lights and beady black camera lenses. There is a single long narrow window stretching along the back wall, and through the dirty glass and the bars on its other side you can see the iconic towering skyline of Yentao, planetary capital of Zarel, the Namazir homeworld. It is a skyline curtained by smoke and ash. Some of its familiar towers stand crooked, while others are missing. The great statue of Shomu the warrior that has stood for centuries alongside the city's spaceport is now headless and scorched. All in all, it is an almost unimaginable scene. Most striking of all is the city's newest addition, a vast serpent-like machine whose armoured coils are wrapped tightly around the kilometre-high spire right at the heart of the city, the one that until today housed the Kanzir, the ancient interstellar government of the Namazir. The five of you are sitting in a line, one each to an overlarge blue plastic chair. The waiting room is a chaotic whirl of EMTs, law enforcement and clamouring reporters. Trembling beings of all shapes and sizes huddle on chairs, tables and even the floor, kept apart from you by a hastily stuck up line of police tape. When you first arrived here, few people paid you any mind, but as the minutes crept by, more and more eyes slid in your direction, some stealthy and others brazen. Anamazir emerges from an office behind you. They're slight for their kind, wearing wire-rimmed glasses and a waistcoat embroidered with a pattern of fish and seagrass. They have a badge pinned to the left side of their chest that says their name is Chief Kia Nayentao. Kia steps smartly in front of you all and gives you a long, assessing sort of look. Their expression is remarkably even, even with ash smeared on their shirt and a butterfly bandage taped over their left cheekbone. If you'll come with me, they say, inclining their head and sleeping, sweeping one of their forehands to the door they just came from. Let's get this shit show on the road. Okay, so Chief Kia will lead you into a into that office they just came out of. Uh, it's quite a large space, and there are another few doors coming off this one that seem to go into like interview rooms, and they've got like windows on them and there's no one in them right now but it's a hundred percent one-way glass situation going on here so chief kia goes to a desk in the center of the room but rather than sitting down just kind of leans against it for a second and hangs their head and then looks up at you sighs and taps their wrist calm uh setting off a recording this is Chief Kian Ayantao. The date is November-ish, the 5th, 2224. 
And today has been interesting. Can the five of you please confirm your names and identities for the record? We'll take the short human first. Dr. Faraday Lewis. And then the tall human. Mitchell Crick. Mitchell Crick. Uh, then the Araswati. Lorelei. The Apelta. Corel of the New Colony. And the site, uh, Corel, I have you registered as the owner of Life Model 3. Uh, the chassis I see is different to what was previously on the record, but can you please confirm for me that this is still Life Model 3? This, this site was created under the name Life Model 3. It does not currently recognize that name. Slurp gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Chief Kia pauses and then says... All right, would you like to register a new name? <laughs> Shona's like, please don't hurt me. <laughs> Butt stink fart face. <laughs> it's like naming a rival in Pokemon. I, I think Corel does just give a quick look over to Schlurp just to get a, just a sense of how do you want me to handle this sort of thing. It's not just shrugs. It's like, it's only so much that you can communicate via looks. This is a weird situation. A name, please. The name of this site, which I would also is not is only my property in the strictest legal sense, and would and I'm not comfortable with that statement for the record. Is known as Schlurp Ruth. Schlurp gives another thumbs up. Is that Schlurp with a S? H or an S-C-H? S-C-H. Thank you. Let's get into this, then. At 2.15pm Yantao time, the four of you and your site were recorded exiting from two Minnow shuttles that you had just piloted from the fore section of an unknown but hostile ship matching records dating back to the War of Empires, that same ship having ceased to function shortly before your emergence. The newscasters were very quick to call you heroes, and it's not that I necessarily disagree. This is a very delicate situation, and it needs handling properly. I'll be speaking to each of you in turn, separately, to take your witness accounts and statements. But understand this. People have died. And nobody here is going to skip away without scrutiny. I'll take Crick first. Alright. And Crick. Kia opens the door to one of those interview rooms and then holds it for you to go past and into. I, I enter. Uh, there is a single small grey table with a plastic top and two chairs, one reversed for a Namazir. The one that you've been offered is also for Namazir, but you can just turn it the other way around and sit on it approximately comfortably. Uh, Kia doesn't sit. Captain Mitchell Crick, a decorated officer for the United Earth Fleet until your resignation five years ago after the loss of your ship with all hands. 
I have it on record that you have since then been working as a bodyguard. Although the last charge that can be linked to you is a missings person by the name of Tasha Khalid. A missings person who not a half hour ago was reported as alive and well, though a bit underfed. I was going to say, no, not a missing person anymore. Very much found. Could you explain to me how Miss Khalid fits into all of this? That is a long story. We have time. My experience with the group of people that you have gathered outside began a few years ago in, is it in time. How three. Yeah. three? Wait. Three years ago from this point. Yeah. Yes. Oh began uh, three years ago uh, when we were all gathered on the Sunfish for a, a dip- diplomatic uh, party. I was ah. there guarding uh, Tasha Khalid and um, uh, several others of the uh, the uh, the group outside were in attendance from their various missions as well. The entire event was disrupted by uh, an attack by um, a clandestine group called the the Whispers, who kidnapped uh, Tasha Khalid uh, and several other notaries, including the. Um, mother of uh, my fellow human so you have spent the last three years chasing the alleged abductors correct that is precisely what we have been doing and it culminated in a very rapid chase across space uh, which we eventually found uh, i eventually found my my charge we eventually found um everyone and been uh, been kidnapped and uh well i assume you have more questions but that's that's how Tasha Khalid comes into it, yes. And how does a rescue mission turn into the catastrophe outside my window? This is going to sound pretty, really silly. But we flew to a secret space station called the Needle, fought through uh, a variety of enemies. We found uh, the head of the secret clandestine organization, the heads of it, some of them unfortunately escaped on a gigantic secret weapon which you saw outside from a long distant war in the past and we followed through a wormhole in effect uh managed to make it onto the ship fought our way through it and stopped them successfully from destroying the entire city as you saw, we were not able to stop it from causing damage and destruction, which I do remain very, very regretful of. But we tried as hard as we could, and we tried to save as many people as we could. And it was not without cost. We were injured. We lost our, our ship, but we um, we did our best, and I hope... When all said and done, we saved as many people as we could. You keep using the word saved. Could you please explain to me what you were saving from what? Who were you saving? What were you saving them from? Well, in this instance, the Whispers organization, or at least I believe the head of it, was trying to use this gigantic mechanical mecha-organic worm to, well, firstly destroy the Kanzir completely 
also wreck this city and use the power of the worm to, in effect, conquer the galaxy and establish a dictatorial regime. So not only were we trying to save the people of this city and this world, but also the galaxy. I said it would sound silly, didn't I? But as I say, I know that a lot of people died nonetheless. And that's going to haunt me forever because we couldn't save everybody. Given the scale of the allegations you're bringing to, to this table today, this process may take a while longer than I had initially thought. <laughs> and I'm understanding rapidly that a thorough investigation is going to need to be conducted of the spaceship carcass outside. But that will take time to complete, and it won't be done by the end of today. So for now, I am going to humour your allegations, but we will be seeking evidence of every claim you are making. Regarding evidence... Yes? I mentioned a space station called the Needle. Yes? It may not be there anymore. No. Um... (laughs) Not through any fault of our own. There was a self-destruct mechanism. There will be proof it was there. There will be space debris. And uh, a fleet of time-frozen ships from the ancient past, which you will be very interested to find, I imagine. Debris and an ancient... Anything else to investigate? Um, Any other miraculous artifacts from the ancient past? (laughs) you'd They've, like to bring up today there might be others my colleagues may know more i i'm listen i'm i used to be a soldier that's uh, a, an explorer that's my field of expertise Corell's the smart one faraday's the smart one and really they're all smarter than me but uh Corell in particular is the history buff but i uh i they may have they may have more info than me on on things like that but I know this sounds fantastic, but it's deadly serious, as you saw. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I, I've seen a lot of weird stuff. I'm pragmatic. I try to grab onto what I can understand, what I can cling onto, and what I can cling onto is this: there was an apocalyptic threat that faced this planet and the galaxy, and we stopped it. And along the way, we did our best to save as many people as we could. I got that much. Yes. Thank you, Captain Crick. Well, not 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 captain anymore. The title was never revoked from your file. Was it not? No, I still have it here, Captain Mitchell Crick. Oh, I haven't looked at that in a long time, so. That will be all. Uh please send in Corell of the New Colony. Your sight? I'm sorry? Bring in the sight, please. I was told it was my turn, not the sight's. Under Kansia law, the sight is considered your property. Unless you would like for the sight to be interviewed alone. The sight is perfectly able of giving its own testimony. Kia pauses and then presses a button and then then says, like, quite fervently, Listen. In this building, on this planet, 
your sight friend doesn't have any rights. Don't let them be interviewed alone. Insight check. Go ahead. Oh shit. I don't think this has changed much, so that's a 28. With a 28, I will say Kia is being truthful. I don't think, I think the vibe you get from Kia is not that they're a huge fan of artificial intelligences, but that they know or have a very heavy suspicion that Schlurp is a person who helps do something today and doesn't necessarily want to throw them to the wolves if they can help it. Like Kia is willing to bend the rules to try and shield Schlurp a little bit. I will go and speak with them, and I turn back out the door and I go and slurp. Um, apparently, we are to be interviewed together. But, but I thought they were doing individual interviews. Slurp, these people don't consider you to be a person. If we speak to these people, tell them what they want to hear tell them the truth as much as we can then we will get out of here and done and dusted wait as much as we can are we lying i mean i don't believe i lied in there so there's no need to lie just i recommend that you don't push back too hard on their assumptions about you yeah i mean i don't want anyone to go to jail so and i don't want you to go to wherever they would take sites so I frankly don't want to think about that. No, exactly. So go in with Corel now. I trust Corel. They'll know what to do. And uh, everything will be okay. So let's get this over with. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. I go. I go with Corel into the into the interview room. Yes. I, I wave at everyone as I go. <laughs> there is one chair. Yeah. I suppose Corel goes the sit in it. And Kia starts to pace again and says, Corel of the New Colony, a promising anthropologist who for the last two years has been cropping up all over the galaxy, getting into all sorts of scrapes and scenarios, including the collapse of the New Colony on Amats following the exposure of institutional corruption and illegal experimentation by the means of your own unregulated investigation. Going by your record lately, Corel, today almost feels like a logical next step. I'm sorry, is that my file or my, or my, you know, press release? <laughs> <laughs> Kia just gives you a flat look and then says, You must understand how this looks. Yantao brought low, the Kanzir brought low and an Apelton worker from the Amats project smack bang in the middle of it. Before I respond, I just wanted to make one thing clear first, if you, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Or any of my associates under any formal charges at this time. Not presently. Understood. Right, so... Were you basically trying to insinuate it could be that this could be seen as some revenge plot on part of my uh, colony? Given the incredibly unpleasant nature of what happened on Amats, would it be beyond the realm of possibility to suggest that some of your colony might be angry? Angry would not 
begin to describe my own feelings on the matter, but I can assure you, to the best of my knowledge, at no level is anyone in New Colony focused on vengeance. We lost the only home we had known for the most of us, and we are focused at the moment on building a new one. We, we don't have time for vengeance. Busy. I suppose it probably is busy back home right now, given what you may or may not have come into the possession of. If you have something to say on the record, please, Chief, feel free to. Let's not talk around matters. Corel, I am not interviewing you today about the possible existence of a a Pelton Queen inside the borders of the Trade Galaxy. Right now my job is to ask you about the worm outside and what part you had to play. Indeed. So are you going to ask that? Because what only thing you've asked me so far is if I did it, essentially. Motive is an important part of the puzzle, wouldn't you say? Fair enough. So what was your motive, if it wasn't revenge? What did you have... What did you lose to drag you into this? I am aware of the research and development gala on the Sunfish three years ago. It is where I believe you met many of the others of your group. That is correct. And I know that abductions happened from there. Is that including a pelter? The official Apelton ambassador representative was abducted, yes. Yes, was that, forgive me, Gerval? Yes, Suta Gerval was the official head of the new colony delegation. I was there as a uh, cultural attaché. So how does a cultural attaché then become a rescuer? Were you close? As close as I was with any, most in the new colony, we are all siblings after all. This is true, but not everyone in the new colony was tracing all over the galaxy to return Gerval home. There were a number of motivations at play. Certainly my intention was to retrieve Gerval. But um, the scope of the situation quickly evolved. Yes, uh, the the Whispers organization, Crick, mentioned them not long ago. Yes, the Whispers, clandestine organization with um, members and associates at very high levels within the structure of the Kanzir and the Namazir polity in general. You're saying that the... Whispers organization had members in the can- embedded in the Kanzir itself. Tell me, why would the Kanzir attack itself? Because those members felt that the Kanzir was no longer the body best capable of leading. That they were a stagnating influence. That it was better to tear the whole edifice down and start again under their direction. And you, could you describe to me the method of tearing this down? Well, I'm sure that Crick has mentioned something along these lines, but in essentially exploiting 
both ancient and modern technology to bring a... It is an incredible artifact of the War of Empires on a scale that just does not exist in the modern day. And it was put under the direction of an AI very much with the idea of destruction on its mind until we were able to talk it down. This machine outside is powered by an AI. It was. Where is this AI now? Was it destroyed? No. I notice you have only answered half of that question. <sighs> In all honesty, I do not feel myself to be the member of, of my group best suited to answering that question. Noted. Thank you. Corel, that is all. Schlurp. Yes. Could you please state your activation year and the name of your creator? Uh, I was activated in the year 2219, and my original creator was Dr. Suresh. Dr. Suresh being the disgraced AI technician? Yes, that, that would be him. With operations out of the Expanse. Yes. Now, according to protocol, this is the point at which I show you this. And Kia reaches under the desk and brings up a box. And in it is a smaller than a ballpoint pen. It's silver and segmented. And he picks it up and says, this is a data leech. Yes. At this point in the proceedings, protocol would require me to attach this to you. However, I am hoping we can find another arrangement. Corel, can you please confirm for me that Schlurp does not have any installed programs preventing them from telling me the truth of what occurred today. To the best of my knowledge, they do not have any such... <laughs> such software. Suresh was one of the abducted individuals from the Research and Development Gala. Were you able to find him, Schlapp? We... yes, we were able to find... Dr. Suresh. So, could you please explain for me why this Whispers organization would take two diplomats, a cultural ambassador, an AI technician? It's an odd assortment. I can't say anything about the other abduct abductees, but... From what I understand, Suresh was a target due to his knowledge of... AIs having created a number in number in the past and considering they were doing work with an AI on the worm having that kind of technician who was also disgraced perhaps was maybe not more willing to work with them but there'll be fewer complications so it was would you say that it was under duress was the was the abduction faked no, I don't believe so. So he was performing the work under duress. 
that is what I was led to, led to believe and what I understood. Yes. Where is he now? He, regrettably, during the actions aboard the, the Needle, he, I do not know exactly what happened to him, but we located his body in the hangar bay. So he has, he's dead. And you do not know what happened to him for this to be the case? Uh, the, la the last time I saw him, he was, as I believe, doing some repairs to the ship. There were several members of Whispers present with him, but I do not know what they did to him as I was transported away quite quickly afterwards. I notice you have a new chassis. Is this one of Whispers' make? Over the past few days, I have been transported between several different chassis. While I was being transported, I was not always aware of what was happening, so I'm afraid I've been unable to ascertain any information as to, as to this one. Therefore, to my knowledge, I'm afraid it has not, not been checked for anything. Roll me deception. That's an 11. If there's anything you know about the circumstances of the creation of this new body, I would encourage you to tell me. I can assure you I have no information about the creation of this body. Kia stares at you for a couple more seconds and then slowly leans back and straightens up. Thank you, Schlurp. That is all. Oh, one more thing. Corel fishes into their messenger bag and pulls out all the data pads, data cores, disks, all the various things that Corel was picking up in all the various whispers areas with stuff with the potential information and just puts it on the table. That is everything I have on the whispers. <laughs> Thank you, Corel. I will surrender these to the evidence locker for examination. I also want to just get one more thing on record, since you didn't actually ask about it. Um, Suta Jerval was not recovered. He was experimented on by the Whispers and was dead by the time we caught up to them. I just want that officially on record. It is on record. I am sorry for your loss. Thank you. On your way out, please send in Dr. Lewis. Well, let's go, Schlepp. Yeah, let's, yeah. Right. Uh, Faraday, I believe they want you next. Okay. Knock him dead. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Faraday Lewis, a qualified medineer trained under the esteemed Dr. Leah Malcolm. Good school records, no reports of misbehavior prior to the 2222 Research and Development Expo and the abduction of one parent, a Mrs. Rosemary Lewis. Faraday, please take a seat. I will stand. Or not. Right. Would you describe the abduction of your mother as your motive for the last two years of traveling? Um, yes, absolutely. As I'm sure you can see from my records, I had not left the Sunfish until that unfortunate incident 
and then was tasked by, ironically, Captain Imagado to go after and recover her. Unfortunately, this took much longer. It was a very distressing time, and I am glad that that is now resolved. As am I, although the resolvement itself, as I'm sure you're aware, has been quite the scenario. I appreciate your cooperation, Dr. Lewis, and hope that since you're in such a cooperative mood, that you'll be happy to talk to me about whatever it is in your bag that's had my head of security on the verge of a nervous breakdown ever since we brought you in. Absolutely. We just want to get this, you know, sorted. So I'll open up the bag and take out the AI core that was used within the weapon itself. This is Teacher, you may know Teacher as, maybe you don't, the AI that was used on Omanu with the Pluene. The AI used to power the worm is, or was, the planetary artificial intelligence used by the Pluene before the expulsion. Moderated, obviously, but yes. So this is an AI. This is a full AI. And not only that, but an infamously powerful and intelligent AI that on the record should no longer exist. All copies of this teacher were lost. Are you saying that is not the case? I'm that not. this right here <laughs> is teacher. Changed, but ultimately still the same. Do you know what? Yes, I am saying that. And, I'm sure you will agree, neither of us are the experts here. This should be returned to its people who actually know what to do with it. If it is teacher, and it is from Omanu, then it is not under Kansir jurisdiction. This AI has just been used to launch an attack on the heart of Namaze interstellar government. I don't think it's quite so simple as that, Dr. Lewis. I'm not saying it's going to be simple. It's going to be a logistical nightmare. <laughs> but the Kanzi are not the only ones who will be involved. The Kanzi are not the only people who know about this object. I believe the head of the chorus have also been informed, as it is technically theirs. But hey, I'm sure this is an excellent opportunity for networking. Dr. Lewis. Current Kanzir law requires that any and all artificial intelligences are confiscated and deactivated. However, this one is involved in a situation on such a large scale that would result in loss of valuable evidence. Yes. You say that the head of the, the chorus are aware already of Teacher's existence? I am sure you are very aware of the fact that the jellyfish moved in order to protect the city, headed by the Lady Zenith and Lyra Soroya, who is very well connected with the chorus and very interested in Pluene artifacts being returned. So, Dr. Lewis, are you threatening the Kanzir with the wrath of the Lady Zenith? Oh no, but... um. That's not for me to threaten. 
All I know is that teacher is going home. Well, not home. We all know what happened to Omanu. Quite frankly, you're gonna try and take it from me? And if I did? I don't think that would end particularly well. Noted. Could you please send in Lorelei on your way out? Uh, Lorelei, it's your turn. Okay, um... You, you don't, you know, you're not responsible for half the other shit. Maybe you'll get off easier. I mean, technically I'm from an independent planet, so, um... Diplomatic immunity. I'm not entirely sure how that works. I'm really sure that's not how you commit a crime. <laughs> like, well, I'm not from this country, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sure that's I, I don't know. Have you ever um, tried? See you in a minute, I guess. Um, I go in and I look at the chair and I stand on it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You never would have seen one before. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really short. I think you literally, like, the chair is at, like, shoulder or above on you. I think you literally have to climb into it. <laughs> I, I take a running jump. And I stand, so I'm eye to eye with this now, Manzir. Why is Laura lay on the chair? You're still not eye to eye. I are standing up. You're like eye to navel at best. Kia looks at you and then says, Lorelei, you have quite the colourful background. Grew up in the independent enclave of Araswati on Chorus. Left as a teenager. Been travelling ever since. Working as a cook, is that correct? Mostly just odd jobs here and there. Yeah, for multiple different crews, and now you've fallen in with this crew. Let me be clear with you, Lorelei. You've been drawn into a very serious incident with a very dangerous and unpredictable group of individuals. If there's anything you know about them, their actions or their motives, that you think we should know, we can consider offering you some leniency with your sentencing in exchange for additional information. I am aware you haven't known them long, do not let them drag you down with them. I met this group all of two weeks ago, perhaps? And all I have seen them do since then is try and prevent whispers from burning the world down. So if you want information from me, I'm happy to give it. But if you want me to throw them under the bus, then... Those would technically be two different things. Kia brings up a photograph. It's kind of blurry and there's some smoke obscuring it at the corners, but it's of you, Lorelei, sitting on the step of a Minoclash shuttle talking with the Lady Zenith. It must have been taken less than an hour ago. And Kia taps it and then says, Lorelei, do you know who this is? Yes. Say it for the record, please. Uh, uh, for the record, that is a picture of me. And... <laughs> that's a picture of me and a stranger. Do I don't know, know who that is. is. Yeah, just, some, just a person? I don't even know. Um, I didn't get their name. And uh, the Lady Zenith. The Lady Zenith, also known as the Lady Juniper Zenith, or Jennifer Laraway, as she often tries to bury is a figure of interest to multiple parties all across the galaxy. 
Could you explain to me how and why you appear to be so familiar with her? Lorelei pulls her spherical star map out of a pocket inside of her cloak and clicks it around. Um, this takes a good two minutes and she's just completely ignoring Kia the whole time. Um, and finally, with her fingers, picks out a map piece in this, the map piece from the center. This was stolen from Chorus, from me and my people, by Whispers, when they were doing experiments on Chorus, and the reason I left was to retrieve it. Uh, the reason I moved from crew to crew and travelled as much of the known galaxy as possible was for this purpose. I had no leads, but I then met the Lady Zenith and in exchange for our admittedly somewhat outdated knowledge of the Cascade region, she pointed me towards this group so I could join them and uh, potentially find this, which I did. And I pop it back in and I click a bunch of times and put it back in my pocket. Thank you for the information. And I assume this association was strong enough for the Lady Zenith to come to your aid? Um, or was there another reason for her being present? I have to admit, Having the entire jellyfish teleport in over Yentao was quite a lot, even for someone as infamous as herself. I've only known these people for two weeks. I am not 100% sure of the extent of their relationship with the Lady Zenith. I'm asking about your relationship with the Lady Zenith. Oh, if she came from me in particular? I'm... Maybe you. Maybe because she wants us to owe her. She normally expects something in return for a favour, and the jellyfish was crucial to winning the day. I can't honestly say that, I'm sure. I've met her a few times, her general motivations in life somewhat escape me, I'm not going to lie. A matter to be resolved with further investigation, then. Lorelei, I confess I actually only have a couple more questions for you. And I encourage you to be honest with your answers. You are from Chorus, correct? Uh, yes. While you were on Chorus, did you ever see a door? Hey listeners, Paige here. I'd like to say a quick thank you to our cast. That's Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Shona as Schlurp, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Duncan as Corel and Jess as Lorelei Wide Wanderer. If you've enjoyed the show, consider leaving a review, recommending us to a friend, checking out our store, or becoming a supporter over on our Patreon. We're the indiest of indie productions, and every little really does help. That's all from me. See you in three weeks in the Maelstrom Galaxy.